Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more movie and nostalgia podcasts, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome to Wistful Thinking, the podcast that doesn't have a tagline anymore. I'm Jordan Poli-Clark. With me is my co-host, Kara Gale O'Regan. Oh, hello. Not Kara Gale Oregon. Uh, Kara, what do you usually say in the intro? What? I feel like I ask you this every time. What do you mean? What do I, like... When we used to have a tagline and we don't have one anymore. Oh, yeah, no, I stopped saying it. Cause it's but not, you say um, something, don't you? No, I, I generally just charge right ahead. Oh, okay, let's let's charge right ahead then. Welcome back to Beach Month. Because um, it's uh, winter, wait. and let's be at the beach. What? Yes, uh, but I realized that perhaps a more specific and better title for this month would be Surf Month. It um, really is Surf Month, it's Which true. leaves open the possibility of us doing a Beach Month again at some point down the line. Maybe we watch that Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I don't know. I just like to keep our options Oh, open. the beach? I feel yeah. like I liked that. Yeah, but it was like peak DiCaprio and that movie was kind of dark. Maybe it's terrible. I don't know. I haven't seen it since 1999. Yeah, it's definitely really fucked up, but I don't remember anything else about it. Well, I had even more, well, not real surfers, but we do every year at the circus school, we do a nutcracker that's called the Flying Nut because <laughs> it's the circus nutcracker. And this year it was beach themed oh, and fun. there was totally a surfing act in it. Great. So I had even more surfers in my life yeah. than just the ones we watched. I watched some additional surfing content. I rewatched a documentary from like... 1964 I want to say or 67 somewhere in the mid 60s called the endless summer it's really like the definitive surfing documentary that is often cited as like responsible for the surf boom kind of that happened in the 60s them and the beach boys um where was I going with this oh so I watched that um it's really funny and goofy and weird also extremely problematic because they like well the plot of it is that they're it's these two guys these two surfers who are chasing summer around the globe so that they can continue to surf year-round and the first place that they go is africa and it just you know it's the 60s white people in africa it's it's not it's not great the rest of it's super fun though um and then I also today watched a documentary that I can't remember the name of about specifically about big wave surfers and about uh, the people who predict the waves and like forecast the waves and big wave who surfing does in that? general. Um, well, this one guy uh, started out as a surfer and he started figuring out that if he could like match this like weather data he could like forecast the waves so he does that and then like uh noah and o a a national ocean the weather yeah. people yeah mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. do that too it's interesting stuff cool was that all the surf content you watched besides the ones we watched yeah i think so I watched a lot of surfing videos. Oh, nice. 
I just like oh I've actually moved on to watching um underwater creature videos oh man but for a couple of days I would just right but so for a couple of days I would just put the surfing ones on like in the background while I was just doing other stuff but I've moved on um and so this month nope this episode Episode. (laughs) we watched we watched point break oh I've watched Point Break two times in the last mm, 36 hours. Oh, I almost watched it again today, and I decided against it. Can I, I recommend watching it again. Okay, close, I, sure. Like, close to the first time you watched it. So, like, maybe not right now, but next time you watch it. Like, I feel I learned a lot and was able to make a lot of observations the mm. second time mm-hmm. that were overshadowed the first time by pure excitement. Right. Yeah, um, well, I I actually had just watched this recently for the first time, so this was really my yeah. You told viewing. me that. Yeah, yeah. And okay, wow, so is this my favorite movie? Maybe. I, if you haven't watched Point Break, just don't listen to me explain it. Just go watch yeah, Point just Break. Go watch it. But okay, so it's a 1991 movie that they tried to make for many years. Like it was, they've been trying to make it since like 1986 or something. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I want to see how it would have turned out then. But also, this was fate, so whatever. Yeah. Um, 1991 stars Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze and Laurie um, Petty and, Lori Petty and Gary Busey. Also, <laughs> we're gonna Gary just Busey. keep going. Um, uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, produced by James Cameron. Um, they were married. I don't know if they were married at that time, but they were at some point. <laughs> yeah. And this movie opened on the same weekend as Terminator 2, which was directed mm-hmm. by James mm-hmm. Cameron and came in second place to Terminator 2. So he had a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, so did she. Um, okay, so it's about um, uh, Keanu Reeves plays a young, dumb, and full of cum <laughs> cop. <laughs> That's a real thing Gary Busey says it, in this movie. It is, and I, I just recorded an episode of Joey and Mike's Elvis podcast yesterday, and I quoted that in talking about Elvis in the movie that we watched. So, uh, uh, I've Okay, I could talk about just that line. <laughs> just like that's the first, like, we got to do the plot first. Okay, right, sure. Sorry. So Keanu Reeves plays a young, like, hot shot, um, FBI agent named Johnny Utah. Emphasis who, on the hot. <laughs> he's very hot. It's My ridiculous. Dream I I took a screenshot and sent it to Kara during while I was watching this, and I was like, "This is my dream, Keanu. Here he is." Um, okay, so he, FBI agent, had been a college football star, but destroyed his knee, so becomes an FBI agent instead. He's new in California. He's from Ohio. Cool. Um, Patrick Swayze plays a surfer named Bodie, who is also the leader of a bank robber team. Is that how do you say that? Of a a group of bank robbers. He's their leader. Um, And they are very, very, very good at what they do. They've robbed like 30 banks. 
Um, they take the money in a few months and then they leave and surf on the money for the rest of the year and then they come back in the summer and do it again. Um, so Gary Busey has been kind of on their trail for a long time, but everyone makes fun of him because he's like, they're surfers and they're like, huh, huh, no, they're not. That's a dumb theory. But then Keanu Reeves comes along and he believes Gary Busey and so they work together to find them and Keanu has to go undercover and be a surfer and it's the best thing ever and he falls in love with Lori Petty. Okay. Is that it? Is that the plot? Uh, I, uh, mostly. At some, there are not one, but two skydiving scenes in this movie about surfing. I have it's, so many. Can we try to do this in order so okay. that we don't? Because, like, I have so many questions about that. But if mm-hmm. we, like, we if we start talking about that, we're never going to talk about anything else. No, I know. But you asked if you had gotten everything and clearly. I know. Okay. I'm going to try to keep us in order because you said you didn't take notes, right? I, I, it turns out I did. Oh, okay. Good. I didn't the first time, but I did the second time when I like had my brain back. Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, so you just saw this for the first time you said recently. Yeah. Um, I saw this for the the past year. Okay. I saw this for the first time in college probably and I feel I'm very behind on the sex appeal of Patrick Swayze and I Mm, need to catch up absolutely I agree I am in the same boat I have been discovering it bit by bit over the past couple years I saw Dirty Dancing for the first time my god I saw Roadhouse for the first time and then Point Break I mean yeah Patrick maybe Swayze just, is a real snake. Maybe we just need to do a Patrick Swayze month next month. Because I've seen Dirty Dancing, but I don't remember being like, like I don't remember liking it that much. It was in the past few years. And yeah. I've never seen Roadhouse, though. I just, yeah, I need to do it again. I didn't do it right, I don't think. Um, yeah, I mean, Roadhouse is not very good, but it's great. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, all right. It's, we'll get there. Maybe we should just watch it. Okay, so this movie starts. Okay, okay. This movie starts with, like, a credit sequence where I honestly, like, checked to make sure I was watching the real movie because of the way the credits move. It's really stupid. And I was like, are you sure? Okay. Okay. Did you notice that? I did not. I hate the way the word, the, I think it just, it looks like it was, like, they changed it for TV. Yeah. Um... Um, but so while the opening credits are happening, you're watching Keanu in the pouring rain doing a shooting test. It's not raining for any reason, except for that clearly he's required to be wet for this entire movie. Um, and and then Patrick Swayze is doing, uh, he's surfing. And I, so the second time I watched this, I watched this with my roommate who had never seen it before and also doesn't watch movies the way we watch movies like Mm -hmm. she just doesn't it's she doesn't have like it's not a critical thing she just like takes them in and that's it it's done you know and so she was watching that scene going why is it why are they doing this and I was like I see why you're asking that and now but since I've just watched this movie it's very clear to me why they're doing this yeah that's interesting um I just I pulled up the credits sequence real quick and I see why you said it looks like it should be a TV thing because it definitely looks like it would be the opening credits to like an adult version of Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah right? <laughs> but I guess that's like very 1991. Obviously yeah. Um, But so we come to learn 
about these two men, at least this is my take on it, I assume it's everybody else's who's watched this more than once, is that they really, like, I think of them as, like, kind of two sides of the same coin, Mm -hmm. and they just have so much in common and so much to learn from each other, Mm -hmm. and, like, they have this really strong connection, um, and I think that's why the opening credits are the way they are. And also, like, Kath, um, Catherine Bigelow made this, like, all of this is on purpose, like, Mm -hmm. It's not sloppy filmmaking. No, not at all. So Um, that's my take on that. Okay. Well, a lot of people say that the first Fast and Furious movie is a remake of this. And I've only seen that one once. And I didn't know that when I was watching it. But then I did know that when I was rewatching Point Break. And I was like, I can kind of see that. I don't think that's a very... Uh, like it's not really a one-to-one comparison, but I feel like the Keanu Swayze relationship in this movie definitely has a lot of parallels to like the Dom and Brian relationship in the first Fast and Furious, where it's like they're on two sides of the law, but they're really, they, you know, they have so much in common and they're kind of in love with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe if they made like a bunch of Point Break sequels, like, Keanu, well, Keanu and Bodhi would be friends, right? Like, if well, this movie kept going, yeah, and they were both alive. Yeah, and at the end of this, Keanu like throws his badge away, like implying that like yeah. he's done with the law, you know? Because he gets it, like, ugh, whatever. We jumped right to the end, but like, <laughs> yeah, like that's another thing that Maruma was like, "Why is he doing that?" And I was like, "No, don't you see? Like, they're the same, like." <laughs> They're the same, and they needed each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, okay, credits. So then, um, we have like an Aaron Sorkin walk and talk with Gary. With no, not with Gary BC. With what's his name? Who's the other actor in this that everyone knows? Oh, the guy that was on Scrubs. Yeah, Dr. Cox. Oh my gosh, he definitely has a real name, and I feel bad that I don't know it. (laughs) Anyway, he's like the head of their department or whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. know anyone's title. Um, And so he's, they're doing like a walk and talk that's like, the dialogue is just terrible. And good. Like, it's hilarious. It's perfect, and I love it, but it's bad. Um, So they're doing like this, like, one take like walk down the hallway while you're kind of like getting a grip on like who Keanu is and like what like where we are and then I I re- this is the first time you see Keanu is kind of um he's kind of sarcastic in this mm-hmm. which oh, is like so not sarcastic. I love usual it. for him yeah. and it's perfect I yeah. like it so much because he also like it's so uh cognizant of like the image that of him that existed like outside of the movie prior to this movie of like you know just like a dumb kind of like Bill like, and Ted like, yeah exactly yeah and so it like his character in this movie every once in a while will like kind of code switch into the, a Ted type character just because that's what like other people are perceiving him as or like it's appropriate for the situation and like every time it happens it just makes me laugh so hard because it's it's, like on purpose you know yeah yeah my roommate said this is like part a lot of this is through her lens right now because she like receives it so kind of like 
not like blankly is not the right mm-hmm. word, but she's just so she doesn't think about it the way we do. And she's we were watching this, and she said, "Oh, he's acting." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he can." Like I've, he's I feel like I've been like trying a to pretty good actor. I feel like I've been trying to convince her for years that yeah. he can act, and she doesn't believe me. And it was like she could see it for the first time. Yeah. So maybe this is like the largest range he ever has in any one thing. Hmm. That's interesting. It's a Joey question. He's watched all the yeah. things. Yeah. Um, that um, actor whose name you couldn't remember is John C. McGinley. Yes, it is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where he calls Keanu young, dumb, and full of cum for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, there's a woman in this named Miss Deer. I know. Like, I saw that. <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> to me has, that sounds like it's on per like again on purpose that like you know this this one woman in this entire office who is probably like you know referred to all the time or addressed as dear or whatever and like her name is miss dear i that made me laugh that's well and then she not that any of the women i got this, called a little yeah. lady at work the other day a little lady why little lady oh uh, we had a vendor who was there installing something and called me little lady ew gross yeah. did you punch him no i <laughs> i never like i did that you, like i'm uncomfortable laugh you know? yeah isn't that the worst mm-hmm. that that's what happens when that happens mm-hmm. that, i yeah. do that too <laughs> we all do that it's stupid yeah. but like what are you supposed to play, replace that with like right. i just don't know what else to do but well, i want to be like in a situation um, no, where it's you. like please don't break this extremely expensive equipment that i've spent the last several months trying to acquire <laughs> you know what i mean like just tra- having to kind of like play along so that um we continue to get customer services no but i find myself in that position a lot where there's mm-hmm. like an older well-meaning man mm-hmm. who just says or does something that i'm like i want to tell him not to and I want to like res- I wish there was a way to like respectfully explain to men like that why <laughs> yeah. they should do that and how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. But they just they're well meaning like they're not. It's just so hard. It's so hard. We have no like language or behavior for that. Mm. Um. Okay. So then. So but Miss Deer later. Um. Gets. Like, not that any of the women in this have very much depth, Mm -hmm. because there's just not enough of them who get enough Mm -hmm. screen time for that to happen, Mm -hmm. but she isn't just, she says things later, and I feel like they did their best to give her a personality. Sure. (laughs) Later, when Keanu's um, trying to stalk Lori Petty. Whose name is Tyler in this? I do actually know yeah. the people's names in this for like the first time ever, so I can never remember anyone's names in anything, but the names I feel like are very purposeful in this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then, so then, uh, after that scene, we meet Gary Busey, who is diving for bricks blindfolded in the FBI's version of gym class, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had actually been in a surfing movie before when he was much younger. Like, he was the guy who was young, dumb, and full of cum in a movie called something. I don't remember. I'm going to find it. You can keep talking. Okay, cool. I could totally see him in a surf movie. He's mm-hmm. so he's so perfect in this. I like him a I lot. I love him. I... 
you know, I know he's taken some turns, but like, I have always been such a fan of his because he's just so weird and crazy and well, it's that that's captivating. what gets, that's that's what makes this movie work is yeah. that every actor in it is truly captivating and yeah. like charismatic and like you want to watch them and you want to watch them with each other and it's mm-hmm. like this magic combination of people um and okay so they meet each other like he thinks Keanu's stupid Keanu has another great sarcasm moment where he says his name is quarterback jock that made me laugh um and then we get a gratuitous shot of men's nipples <laughs> which is I've never seen in a movie before except for this one um it's the so because so after that we cut to the bank robbers for the first time and they're mm-hmm. getting ready to rob a bank they're inside a car and they wear um the masks of a bunch of ex-presidents there's a nixon there's a who are the other presidents a reagan well <laughs> reagan is is their leader i uh, there's so much i have to say about this but i'll, I'll save it for a little bit later so yeah no there's okay. uh there's reagan nixon lbj uh jimmy carter i think that's it are there four or five of them there's four i think okay yeah then it's uh reagan nixon carter and lbj Okay, so they're in the car, they're getting ready, you get a gratuitous shot of a man's nipples putting on a shirt, which is not a thing that exists in any other movie, <laughs> except for Magic Mike. <laughs> um, the I found, I tried to notice the second time, I found that the gratuitous shots of bodies in this mm-hmm. is largely equal between male bodies and female bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, which I very much appreciated. Good job, Catherine Bigelow. I love that w- <laughs> that one part where, right before Keanu gets in the fight with the other like surfer dudes, like he gets out of the water and he's like standing there like under the outdoor shower, <laughs> under the like under the like so sexual yeah, underneath he looks the like shower. He's a woman in a shampoo commercial. It's like, perfect. It's pretty. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we see the ex-presidents rob a bank for the first time. Then we see Keanu and Gary Busey receive this information for the first time. Um, you know, and they, like, Keanu learns all his theories and blah, whatever. Um, they have a great yelling at each other scene. When they go, they go to... Uh, check out the car that they used in the bank robbery and just like insane yelling and it's perfect and I love it. It's like P. Keanu, P. Gary Busey. Made me happy. Um, but I but I also think that that yelling, not necessarily that yelling, but what that yelling like got across was like again was just it shows Keanu's like range and he actually is like a fleshed out person mm-hmm. in this movie not just like a flat action star or like a flat stoner dude um yeah so then what happens oh 
then he becomes a surfer? Is that, are we there? Yeah, they, like, he and Gary Busey, like, go to a surf shop, and he, like, buys a surf, while wearing a suit, buys a surfboard, <laughs> a yeah. suit and tie, um, which is just, and then at some point, he and Gary Busey are standing on the pier, and he's standing there in that suit and tie, holding this, like, neon pink surfboard, and it's such a good image. Um, and then they meet Lori Petty. <laughs> Or he meets Laurie Petty. Well, so then he takes his board out. Well, so even before that, we get our first glimpse of surfing as like a spiritual thing. Because mm-hmm. um, the kid in the surf shop oh, yeah. basically tells him that. Um, yeah, he's like, it'll change your life, swear to God. <laughs> surfing yeah. is the source, man. Yeah, um, which I feel like is a theme. Well, I mean, yeah, it's obvious... because Patrick Swayze's character is called Bodhi, which is short for Bodhisattva, which is uh, like a person in Buddhist faiths who is capable of achieving nirvana, but like opts not to transcend so that they can help people still here in the shit. Um, and so hit like his character's approach to surfing and to the ocean and like his relationship with it is very spiritual, which is true of many surfers. Yeah. Yeah. And true of like many people who do extreme things. Like mm-hmm. I know that that is how I think about circus. Like I know that that is how I think about falling 20 feet from the sky, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought about that previously, but that makes sense. Because to me, like, the, the surfing thing I definitely get just as, like, a connection with the, like, the waves and the ocean and the planet and the universe. Like, that to me is, is very, like, uh, I can see that connection very clearly, but I hadn't really thought about it as far as, like, other sports go. Yeah, I think it I think it can apply to a lot of kind of extreme body related behaviors. Yeah. yeah. Um so then Keanu goes out, he tries to surf, he's very bad at it, he gets like pulled under um the waves and Lori Petty saves him and yells at him because she had to save him. <laughs> And then leaves him, and he creepily watches her with a pair of binoculars while she gets dressed. It's fine. He's an FBI agent. <laughs> no, it, I'm well, and like I've seen it be more creepy sure. in movies <laughs> when that happens. It's not great, um, but it's also not the worst. So then he um, f- learns who she is because he gets her license plate number. He, wait, I want to go back. When he's watching her with the binoculars, she is getting dressed, like changing from a bikini into clothes. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about this some in Blue Crush, like I don't, like sure, we didn't have to watch her get dressed, but like it fits into this movie better than it fits into a lot yeah, of other movies. Yeah, there's a legitimate reason that he's surveilling her. Well, and a legitimate just... reason that she's changing her clothes in public. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
Like, it's not... Actually, there's not really a legitimate reason that he's surveilling her, but, like, it does He, he could story. just look for her license plate and then yeah. leave. He doesn't have to keep watching, but whatever. Um, but it's done relatively unoffensively. She puts mm-hmm. on clothes that cover her up. You don't see anything extra when she's changing. She's just a girl changing her clothes on the beach because she doesn't give a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... So then he goes and learns things about her, and here's the thing that made me the angriest. She, <laughs> he learns that her parents have were killed oh, in yeah. a Ugh. plane crash. Her Something. parents are dead. Yeah, and he decides that that is what he will use to get in with her. Um, because he already knows he's going to go see her again. He already knows, like, she's who he's going to use to try to get in with the surfers. And so he goes to where she works and drops a line where he says that his parents are also dead, which they are not. He lies to mm-hmm. her. Um, and that that's what hooks her. Like, that's what gets her. She thinks she has this, in con- this like, horrible, tragic thing in common with him. Yeah. And so she agrees to teach him to surf. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But she does say something really great. It's very fucked up. And I'm so mad that their relationship works out because it's so fucked up. But um, she says something really awesome oh she 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 agrees to teach him but so then she says son i didn't take you on to raise which i said isn't that what we should be saying to all men all men yes (laughs) because she basically is like yeah i'll show you a few things and then please go away like i'm not no but i just i appreciated that she said that Mm -hmm. so they surf uh and then we learn that that's where we meet Bodhi because mm-hmm. she knows Bodhi. Because they used to date. They used to date, but they do kiss on the mouth um, <laughs> when he... It, like, my impression was that, like, maybe they were kind of still dating, but not really. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a thing that's, like, fading away, and they're both kind of whatever about it. Yeah. Um... Then they play football. She's the token girl the whole time. I love that scene, though, because it just looks so cool because they're playing football on the beach at night and they're all like backlit by a bunch of cars that are just like shining their headlights, um, which is just like technically so wrong, like just from a like filmmaking standpoint. And this is what I love about this movie is that there's so many like visual technical challenges that like should not work at all and yet she uses it to like incredible effect like uh the way that they're they're lit when they're surfing like in some cases they're just like complete silhouettes the way that the the film is exposed like and it's just like it 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 shouldn't work and yet it does and i just enjoy how this movie looks so much because it has such a point of view and is so like visually um strong it is one of one of the reasons i wanted to watch it again is because i watched it for the first time i watched it i watched it (laughs) my voice broke i watched it for the first time on my computer and i wanted to watch it on a larger screen Mm -hmm. um 
uh, and even even farther than like just the visuals and what it looks like the pacing is not that of an action movie even yeah. though this is an action movie and that's part of why it's so enjoyable to watch well because it's doing so many things and it's like blending so many things in a really like unique and beautiful way like yes this is an action movie but it's also like an art film and also like a super horny female gaze movie and um also there's skydiving like it's it's just none of these things should work together and yet somehow they do and um i just it's perfect i love it yeah it's yeah it's so unusual and like i can't even think of another mm, mad max that's the thing that mm. like i was like mm, what else is like this mad max and mad max is like really nothing like this yeah but as far as like action that is also art yeah um but and it's in like um sorry finish your thought no and just that isn't like that typical kind of like go 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 like action movie Mm -hmm. like there's so much there's so much depth Mm -hmm. to every part of this and Mm -hmm. it's the same with Mad Max yeah Catherine Bigelow was actually trained as a painter before she started working in film and like so many of my favorite directors um that is the case not that she's like one of my favorite directors but she has made at least two movies that I would probably count my top 10 which is this and near dark um and I actually haven't seen most of her other movies but anyway um she like has such a like she she has such like a painterly use of light and shadow and like utilizes like framing to create these like abstract shapes that are just so beautiful and even the like the all the stuff that takes place outside of the water like the density of the air like is is such that it seems like it's all like it all has the same kind of density as water so the light in this movie is so interesting whether they're in the water or not and i like that too yeah yeah um so keanu gets in with this surf crew he keep surfing um and he obviously likes Lori petty and my favorite and thing would not i know my favorite thing is that well two things one him and patrick swayze they don't fight over her there's mm-hmm. no jealousy there's nothing like it's just like totally chill and the other thing that I really like is they go to a party at Patrick Swayze's house, at Bodie's house. Uh-huh. Um, and he does Wait. a hot thing with his tongue and a girl. <sighs> and we really, if we're going to exploit women's bodies in movies all mm-hmm. the time, we need to do the same thing with men and their tongues. Just mm-hmm. saying. Um, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Leo and the cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but so even she's watching him with this other woman and it's the same thing. There's no jealousy. It's not, it's just not a thing. Um, yeah. She, she says, I taught him that trick. And then the other woman is like, well, I like it. Thank yeah. You. In a way that's like very sweet and like yeah. genuine and not catty. It's not, yeah. it's just so different to see people behave that way around sexual relationships and people mm-hmm. that they are attracted to. You just don't ever see that in movies, you know? Right. Also, 
at that party, Lori Petty is wearing this off-the-shoulder, long-sleeve velour mini dress that is the exact blue color of her eyes. It's yeah, pretty amazing. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they go night surfing at the party for no reason. I love that. That was fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, and I think that's where Keanu, like, really starts to, like, get it. The Mm -hmm. surfing thing. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, he delivered, he has this way of, like, delivering really kind of terrible lines in a way that's, like, so genuine and so just, like, dumb and happy at the same time and I don't remember what the line was but he says something like that there um it's really sweet it's just sweet um well because she so they go out at night when the waves are like super extra big and he's like oh my god what are we doing this seems crazy and then everyone comes back in and he and her are just like out on the water for a little while longer and she's like Look at you. Like, usually you have this, like, look, the scowl on your, this concentrated scowl on your face, like you're working on some sort of school project, and right now you seem like you're almost happy, um, which uh, is so interesting, because it's like, what an astute observation that she, like, can see that he is, like, has, like, something else going on, Yeah. you know, well, and, like. And that's where this this movie, like, really is different from other movies that might seem like they're like this mm-hmm. there's just there's like a real like relationship being built there and like real things that are really easy to recognize as real people there mm-hmm. um i also think do you think so he when he gives her the line about how his parents are dead he also gives this whole speech about how like, everything he always did was for them, and, like, he never did anything for himself before. He doesn't even know what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I think that's all true. Oh, that definitely right? that is real to me, for okay. sure. Yeah. Because then that really, like, feeds <laughs> Your whatever... parents don't have to be dead for them to no, be disappointed no. in you. Because <laughs> um, that really feeds, like, the transformation that he starts to go through mm-hmm. here. Yeah. If we believe that the whole story is real, except for the dead parents part. Mm-hmm. Um. So, they bust a a group of surfers that are not the bank robbers. Right, the guys um, that of, beat him up. One of whom is Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was just the most creative hair I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, a great actor, but I appreciated <laughs> the effort. It's, he does okay. It's not bad. Yeah. My my roommate who I was watching this with she really doesn't like when stuff gets scary mm-hmm. so she watched a lot of that scene but then had to look away during the part where Keanu's face almost gets shoved into a lawnmower and so I, I wrote had down to... no not his face I know so I had to narrate that entire part <laughs> out loud for her which was actually a very fun exercise um I realized while narrating out loud that like it's like hilariously slow the way his face is getting shifted it's like it's very funny because they're struggling and it goes on are they though he holds his face in front of the lawnmower and they cut back and forth like five times (laughs) whatever it's fine it's a great scene anyway it's not those guys those guys aren't the bank robbers um 
and it gets them in a lot of shit with the boss. He's real mad at them. Some people because got some shot. other guy had bad. already been undercover with them, was trying to like uh, blow up their spot because they were trafficking in methamphetamine. So he yeah. like screwed up somebody else's case. Yeah. Um. So then I wrote down pep talk and broken mirror after that scene, like because they wind up like one of the guys winds up dead and like all of this stuff and Keanu is like standing there in the bathroom like looking at himself in a broken mirror and then Gary Busey comes in and is saying like you did a good job today blah 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 blah. but the whole thing is reflected in that broken mirror which of course represents Keanu's like broken you know identity so deep (laughs) yeah no but it's like it's such a a powerful um, image I thought that, that, like, instead of, you know, shooting them from any other angle to, like, shoot directly into the mirror was interesting. Um, I wrote in this part of the movie... What did I write? Oh, I wrote, for this whole stretch of the movie, Keanu mostly just yells one-word things. Uh, and then he kind of becomes a human again. But, like, I feel as he's going through his transformation, like, he does a lot of that. Yeah. Just, like, well, exclaiming out loud. Well, in the first scene, he's just screaming, Shit! Shit! Oh, shit! Okay, so wait. Okay, so... Uh, he... Is it before or after they go skydiving that he realizes... It's, it's after. Okay, so... There's a... I forget the order of the movie now. They go... Okay. So wait. So he realizes... So after he re- learns that it's not this these people that they tried to bust, mm-hmm. he pretty quickly puts it together that it's his friends who yeah, are the bank he robbers. Sees, he's like on the beach and he sees them all surfing on this one wave and realizes that this formation that they formed and the way that they're like interacting with each other, he then is like puts it together and is like, oh my God. He can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they go to he so he starts oh so then he starts following Bodhi mm-hmm. that's what he does but we don't see this he just starts tailing Bodhi we learn about right. all this later when he's telling it to Gary Busey and he says um, uh he has lunch at Patrick's Roadhouse yeah uh, Patrick Patrick Swayze was in a movie called Roadhouse before this it made me laugh too um and then yeah so he puts it together and he hears them he knows which bank they're going to rob, basically. Mm-hmm. So they go to stake out this bank, and all of a sudden, they both become the, the worst, worst cops, cops on the planet. The <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. Gary Busey in that scene is, like, comedy magic he's doing. Why it's are incredible. they like that, though? It's, like, I also agree that it's incredible, but, like, it does not follow anything that has led us here. How no. come all of a sudden they're both, like dumb dumb idiots who can't do their jobs i don't know but it does work because it allows uh the bank robbers to slip into the bank right so they miss it because keanu goes to get gary Busey two sandwiches and a lemonade did you see the hot dog sign on the wall no when he walks in there's a sign of hot dogs oh keanu and hot dogs Ugh. okay um no i didn't see that um so they 
it's like they're trying to miss the robbery. Mm-hmm. Maybe Keanu really is trying to miss it, though. That's like, possible. He's definitely conflicted about all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's an amazing chase scene mm-hmm. um, where at the end, Keanu has the chance to shoot Bodhi, and he doesn't. And he also hurts his knee again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the next day is when they go skydiving because his yeah. knee is hurt when they're skydiving. Right, but before that happens, um, or, like, before he hurts his knee and before they, like, get away, I guess they're at a gas station at some point? <gasps> yeah, they sure are. So they're at a gas station, and again, this is, like, what I think one of the uh, perks of having a director that, like, is trained in, first in, like, visual art and, like, has the understanding of, like, powerful images and how to create powerful, interesting images because Bodhi has, like, lights the gas station on fire and lights one of the gas pump hose things on fire and is, like, using it as a flamethrower while wearing this Ronald Reagan mask. And it's, like, such a powerful image. And I, I think especially, like, in 1991, like, immediately kind of following the Bush administration, or not the, uh, it was during the first Bush administration, but immediately following the Reagan administration and, like, looking back at, like, the, how Reagan kind of, like, burned down, you know, a lot of the uh, regulatory um, power that the government had. I just, I found that very powerful as an image as well. And I just love that scene. I think it's fantastic. It's nuts. Even just, like, the fire alone and the way the fire move. It's just so, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then after that, they have this, like, insane chase on foot through people's houses. Oh, my God. And it's so good. And at one point, like, Patrick Swayze just turns around and, like, locks the door behind him. <laughs> and it's just, like, this, yeah. this like tiny beat of comedy there that just made me laugh so hard it's so perfect he also throws a dog at him (laughs) um yeah those small details are very awesome Mm -hmm. um so then at the end of the chase scene Bodhi gets away because Keanu can't shoot him he could shoot him in the foot or something though and he still can't do that um (laughs) So then the next he day, he loves I know him. he does. He they love each other. They do. Um, and then the next day, Bodhi shows up and takes him skydiving for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think like maybe, and and Keanu thinks this too because they both know they know now. Mm-hmm. And you know Keanu thinks maybe it's like a plan where he's gonna like you know give him a shoot that doesn't open or something so that this there's this whole thing in the plane where they're like switching <laughs> switching rigs um and it wasn't that like they just go st- skydiving and Keanu loves it and I think that's I think that's just who Bodhi is right like that's mm-hmm. his like yeah there's a plan after this we'll get there that's not great. He was kind of trapping him, but they didn't mm-hmm. need to go skydiving for any of the plan to happen. Yeah. Um, but He's and just I just an adrenaline junkie. Like, he I, just but can't I just think Bodhi, they do have this relationship, and I just think 
Bodhi thinks he can get Johnny on mm-hmm. his side. Like he yeah. sees something in him or he sees himself in him. Mm-hmm. And like, so I think like him taking him skydiving, like is his genuine attempt to connect with him. Yeah. And they really, I mean, they really have a, a beautiful jump together. You know? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're all flying through the air and connect and hold hands and it's beautiful. And Patrick Swayze, oh my god, wait, we have to go back. He's First of all, he's so beautiful when he skydives. Like, his lines are so beautiful. He's, like, flipping in the air with, like, beautiful straight legs. And then earlier when they're fighting the fight where he's fighting War Child and there's another guy with a good name in that scene. Um, His kicks, the way he kicks, you can Mm -hmm. tell he's a dancer. It's so beautiful. I can watch him kick people in the face, like forever oh wait till you see dirty dancing um well according to gary Busey, patrick swayze was so nuts about skydiving that he actually like would make the rest of the cast go skydiving with him on a regular basis during this movie (laughs) yeah isn't that crazy yeah it's pretty awesome um so they land and then they're like that was amazing yay hey i kidnapped your girlfriend (laughs) So, um, Bodie has kidnapped Tyler and left her with, like, the insane member of his crew who will mm-hmm. just shoot her, um, like, if they don't get to a certain place at a certain time. So they force Keanu into robbing a bank with them, and it goes real bad. Uh, an off-duty cop gets shot. Um, they a stay in the bank with too a gun. long. <laughs> What really fucks it up? A good guy with a gun know, really fucks it up. No, he really for messes it up. And and even I, like there's a guy laying on the floor with this cop who's like, "Yo, I'm a cop. I'm gonna get involved in this." And the guy laying on the floor with him is like, "Dude, don't." Yeah, he's the and security he was right. guard at the bank. It's like, <laughs> who are stop it, man. Who like if yeah if something like this goes down, like don't 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 interfere because they have insurance and everything's gonna be fine and you're just gonna get yourself killed. So this cop fucks it up, but at the same time, like, Bodhi fucks it up for them, too, because mm-hmm. he gets, he goes too far. Like, their whole thing is that they are in and out, they never go in the vault, nobody ever gets hurt because it's so fast. Right, but they're in and he, out in less than 90 seconds. Yep, but usually. he tells them to go for the vault, and so it's like, he's losing it a little bit, too. Yeah. Well, because his his recklessness keeps escalating over the course of the movie. Like, yeah. You know, it, it, like it's, it's first it's just like crazy surfing, and then it's like uh, also bank robbing, and then it's like oh, also jumping out of planes, and then it, you know, so like you can, t- and I think also like the previous uh, bank robbery that they wound up being chased after, like when he burns down the gas station, like that's him escalating as well. I think that's his, like that's because like, I think. Well, he's destroying evidence, but it's also, like, he stays there a little too long, you know, with the flamethrower, just, yeah. like, burning it Well, and it's, like, as much as we know about him at first, he he's not trying to hurt anyone. Like, mm-hmm. until he starts, act, like, hurting people, I think he's still the good guy. Like, yeah. he's just a dude who's, like, fuck capitalism, like, I'm around these banks, like, no one's gonna get hurt, we're gonna go surfing, like, whatever. Like, Yeah, and the reason that they're doing these bank robberies is so that they can have an endless summer and travel around the world and go surfing off-season They're just elsewhere. trying to live outside the system. Yeah. Like, they're not trying to hurt anybody, he's, like, that's not his whole thing. 
Um, but yeah, like I with that chase and that fire, like that's really he turns and mm-hmm. like he's like turns into a person who will hurt other people to yeah. get what he wants. Yeah, and I don't know if we ever under like get a reason why that happened. Like, why does that happen? I don't think we spend enough time with him to know mm-hmm. that. Like, we spend a lot more time with Keanu. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, and uh, maybe maybe he maybe he's self-sabotaging like he mm. he like Keanu has pushed him to like, no or like in Keanu's... a way he like wants to get caught. Yeah, like it's like yeah. he's pushed to think about what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Because he does respect this cop. Yeah. Not for being or a cop. Or even but... like, uh, like subconsciously, like this is a way for him to bring the two of them together. It's like, well, he's a cop. Yeah. I'm a robber. You know, we're a perfect couple. Match made in heaven. And it's like he knows he knows he can't get caught. But maybe he also starts to know that he can't do this forever. Yeah, that's for sure. So, Lori Petty kidnapped. They make Keanu rob a bank. Doesn't go great. So then they... So they go skydiving again. So they go skydiving again. Well, because they they get away in this airplane. Oh, and Gary Busey dies. Mm-hmm. Um, at the where they're ta- taking off, it's bad, and then another dude gets shot. A dude who's part of the dead president's crew gets shot. Um, so they go up on this plane. Uh, they're skydiving to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yep. Um, which is where Lori Petty is. Um, and. Keanu does not have a shoot because he wasn't supposed to be there so he jumps out of the plane without one um, and with a gun with also. a gun and he latches himself on to Patrick Swayze and they're flying through the air together and he has to drop the gun to open the chute it turns into a game of chicken and you know but you know Bodhi is going to win it because he oh, has yeah. this great speech earlier about how you can't hesitate like, you mm-hmm. just can't. So you know he's not going to. And so Keanu has to drop the gun so he can pull the chute. Way too late. They definitely would have been very injured. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so they land in Mexico. Bodhi gets away. Lori Petty get, is rescued. Um, and then Keanu ch- essentially spends the next, like, it's a it's a time lapse. We don't know how long it is. But it, it seems like it's like maybe like a, a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's on his tail for a couple years and then he finally I mean, finds it's him. It's been following him all over the world. Like it, it sounds like every time he figures out where he is, by the time he gets there, he's just he's gone. Left. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but uh, Bodhi had talked about like the storm of the century, mm-hmm. um, and he knew where it was going to be. So Keanu was like, yep, go in there. So he finds him there. And they have another great fight scene in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And, and they're both wet. <laughs> very they're both wet. very wet because it's, it's raining, raining. And it's the ocean. That's my dream Keanu when it's raining on him. <laughs> um, and <laughs> um, 
So Keanu handcuffs them together and is like, gotcha, man. And Bodhi's like, no, can I just have one more wave, please? Like, where am I even going to go? Like, what am I going to swim to New Zealand? And Keanu's like, fine. And he lets you him go. You know I can't survive in a cage, man. Yeah, so he lets him go. He lets him go to die in the ocean. Uh, and well, the cops come and they're like, oh, well, we'll get him when he comes in. And Keanu's like, he's not coming back. And then he throws his badge in the ocean and then the movie's over. Mm-hmm. You know perfect. what I noticed in the credits? What? Uh, Penelope Spheris' sister was the set decorator. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's how it ends. Mm-hmm. What do you think happens to Johnny Utah after this? Um, I'm not sure, because it could go in a Fast and Furious direction. Like, if he is Brian, you know go on to be a criminal and then maybe come back to the FBI and then continue to be a criminal or um, you know maybe he just opens a surf shop in Australia is that where he is yeah when this happens yeah like I could see him just being like fuck it that's what I think I think he's just like fuck it whatever and he just becomes like a beach hippie forever yeah. and is happy <laughs> yeah at least that's what I want for him. I want yeah, him to me be too. Happy. <laughs> and that's what Bodhi wants for him too, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, I've been trying to figure out. So they did make a remake of this in 2015. Mm-hmm. I almost watched it just to compare like how bad I'm sure it was. Um, but I, if they made an actually good remake of this, who would you put in it? Oh, yeah, Joey was talking to me about this last night. He didn't tell me who you said. I asked but he was him like, you too. should think about this. And I didn't. Um, who? I don't know. Who so, is young, dumb, and full of cum these days? So he <laughs> said Zac Efron okay. as um, the Keanu character. and I, I think he's more of a Swayze. Zac Efron is my Bodhi. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because hip, not necessarily, not more because I can see Zac Efron and Patrick Swayze having a lot in common mm-hmm. um, in their skill set. And I think yeah. like that's what makes Patrick Swayze work in the Bodhi role. So I think Zac Efron could also do that. Yeah. Um, my Tyler is um, Kristen Stewart. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, Mike, he, Joey was with Mike when we were... Uh, messaging about this and mike said jason manzoukas in the in the um, i don't care who it is but yes role in, okay yeah 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 it's perfect he would i feel like he would need to tone down a little bit sometimes yeah. and then not other times but yeah. if, i feel like i've seen him do that um but i just cannot find my keanu I mean, Keanu is a once, he really a once is. in like, a lifetime who, guy. Who can do what he did in this? Joey no said, um, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh, okay, sure. Which I was like, mm, maybe, but I can't see him being so surf bro. Mm-mm. Young Hollywood. Are you Googling it? Yeah, because I, I don't know anyone. <laughs> That's part of my problem is I'm sure like there might be someone who I just don't know. 
No, not under 20. How about like 20 to 25? Keanu was about 25 when this was yeah. made. Patrick okay. Swayze was a little older. 23 to 20, 29. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> As who? Keanu, he's not he's not young enough anymore. He yeah. but I think he has more range than we give him credit for. Oh, I'm sure he does. I honestly oh, no, have sure not really does, seen yeah. him in, in like he's, anything. You got to watch the one with the dead guy. Oh, that's been on my list for a long time and I just it, haven't watched it. You should watch that. Okay. Yeah, I mean it sounds like it's right up my alley. Harry Styles maybe? I don't know. I haven't actually seen him act in I've anything, never, but yeah. I feel like he could maybe Maybe do it? I don't I don't know. Oh, all these dudes I'm looking at are too old. Um, the guy who played Steve on Stranger Things keeps coming up. But I feel like he's no, but Ke- I wanna be like oh, he's too guy. pretty, but like Keanu's very pretty. Keanu's the the prettiest. I mean the very prettiest. But he I don't know, there's just like something about him that enables him to like be incredibly beautiful and also like extremely relatable you yeah. know well and it, like part of it is because he sometimes seems like he's dumb which made mm-hmm. me be like oh young Channing Tatum maybe he could yeah. do this but he doesn't like Keanu's magic is that he can go back and forth yeah. between being very dumb and very commanding at the same like I don't know how he does it um, and it works. I, I don't think Channing Tatum can do that. Mm. Maybe I and I am not a big fan of his, but Timothy Chalamet. He's he is too pretty. I thought of that. Mm. But because like, can you can you imagine him doing the like no. top part, the football not part? Like no. no, right? Yeah, needs somebody. It needs to be somebody athletic, which he is just like not. What about? Did you see, um, I'm sorry to bother you. Oh, yeah. Are you So, Lakeith Stanfield is on this list that I'm looking at. I I love him. Maybe he could do that. Absolutely. And actually, he did come up in my brain, but I, he seems like too chill. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I really love him, though. He's great. Definitely. Well, like, I feel like, like, um, younger. Oh, my God. What's his name? Oh my god, the guy in the Star Wars movie who's like so tall and amazing and and, and everything. Oh, with the face? Oh my god, what's with his the name? the long face? Oh Adam god, Driver? I feel so dumb. Adam Driver, yeah. Ugh, I feel I don't like, like he. Him. Like, oh, I like him so much. Mm-mm, He's a fascinating me. human being. He stormed out of an interview with Fresh Air. Because he has so a gross. literal phobia of listening to himself and they made yeah. him listen to himself. Yeah. He was clear about his boundaries, and they broke them. So he left. That's That's fine. I just, you know. I I don't know. Of all the things to, like, storm out of an interview about. But he had a reason. Sure. For whatever. I just don't like him in general. Oh, I like him so much. He's so interesting. He was, like, a Marine. I know. Like, does all the... uh, I like him. Anyway, um... I I thought of that because Ezra Miller is on this list and they look alike to me. But Ezra Miller is not like jock enough. Mm-hmm. And Adam Driver is. Mm. He's too tall. He's very tall. He's like too large, you know. But my assumption is that because he was a Marine, he can move. But I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, there is. You just, you can't replace Keanu with anybody. 
There is no one. Maybe Nicholas Holt? Mm. Or is he not athletic enough? I don't... He doesn't seem like a jock to me. Hmm. He definitely seemed like somewhere in between, but not yeah. like he could easily go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam Hemsworth is on this list. He'd make a good Bodie, I think. Or one of the other ones, the Hemsworths. I don't know. I can't keep them straight. I'm not even sure how mm-hmm. many there are. There's but any one of them could do a Bodie. Yeah. <laughs> There just might, yeah, there just might not be another Keanu. It might be impossible. Maybe Dylan Sprouse. Which one or, is that? Wait, which one is that, actually? <laughs> I'm not sure. The one that's on Riverdale, which is not Dylan. The other one. Cole? Cole Sprouse, yeah. Um... He's very handsome. He's hilarious. He's not super athletic, but I feel like if he, like, trained for a while, like, he could pull that off. There are... Are there any, like, young action stars right now? I think anyone who is young and doing action is in the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like, there are no standalone action movies anymore, it feels like. Which is not true. That's definitely true. The Rock is still making movies. But it they're feels... They're not like they used to they're be. They're not... Yeah, no. Which is too bad, because, like, mm-hmm. some of them were real good. Yeah, I guess that kind of genre has been replaced with, like, superhero stuff, though. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say replaced. I would say swallowed by... Yeah. Cannibalized by even. But I don't, like, none of those actors, I mean, I don't know, I'm talking out of my ass, but it doesn't feel like any of those actors are going to go you know make what? who could do this? Dev Patel. Could he be a jock? I think so. Could I really think so. Could he be a server so. bro? I think so. I mean, he's English, which is diff- which makes it, you know, particularly... <laughs> That's another extra hurdle to come over, but I think he would. Well, be we great. named two other English people. Oh, did we? Who yeah. are the other people? Nicholas Holt and uh, ugh, Daniel Radcliffe. They're both oh, English. Yeah. But he's like handsome and funny, and like can has like a, a really great range of things that he can do. What about um, uh, uh, the guy who's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son? Wait, know. is that I the right pairing him. of people? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, he sounds very handsome. Wait, Kurt Russell hold on. and Goldie uh, what have, uh, son. He, what He was in a Black Mirror episode. He was in something else. Oh, Wyatt Russell. He's very handsome. But, but I also, but he could do Jock or Surf Bro, I feel like. Interesting. I feel like I've only seen him be a bad guy. I've only seen him in Black Mirror, is that right? What else is he in? Let's consult the IMDb. I saw 22 Jump Street, but I don't remember him in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never seen him in anything else. Wyatt Russell. Oh, he was in Overlord. Did you see that? No. Um, Don't. It's a hard pass from me. It's like... (laughs) It's this, like, World War II 
thing uh, where they're trying to take down the Nazis, but it turns out that the Nazis are like doing these horrible experiments on people, which are which is turning them into zombies. So it's a zombie movie. I I hated it. You don't have to like add zombies to Nazi shit. <laughs> you know, it was like grim enough as it is. But anyway, uh, so he was in that. That's what I recognize him from. He was in. Oh, he was in Ingrid Goes West. I didn't see that. I meant to. Oh, it's interesting. Okay, yeah, that's the only stuff I've seen him in. I feel like as far as, like, looks and physical type, he is mm-hmm. my closest one. He's a little bit too old. Yeah. Yeah, he was born in 86, so he's 33. Other thoughts about Point Break? Oh, I want to see Point Break live real bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've I wanted to see it thing. for so long. Yeah. It's like, it seems like they barely do it anymore. This also just makes me want to see more action movies directed by women. Yes, please. I mean, my God. But we did Come just on. discuss that, like, action movies aren't the thing that they used to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe, wouldn't it be just so cool if, like, they came back one day and, like, women led the charge to, like, bring them back in full force in a really cool way? Listen, I am here for it. I will support it. I will go see those movies. So somebody somewhere, please greenlight them and give them money. I mean, I guess you're right that, like, the rock still makes movies and stuff like but those are just like international charles melton i brought him up before in talking about fantasy castings he's on riverdale uh he's very handsome he could definitely do the keanu role who charles melton i feel like the problem he's too pretty he looks like ruby rose oh he kind of (laughs) does He's very pretty. Um, um, I like it. It's. I feel like the Keanu problem is unsolvable because Keanu is just like Keanu. He's yeah. Like 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 I've talked about this on the Keanu podcast before. Is like, like I feel like like a thing I asked once. I was like, is he a good actor? And the answer was like, I don't know, but I want to watch him. Mm -hmm. And he just has that. He and he is a great actor when he has good material. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you could put him in anything and you'd want to watch him. Like Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I there are just not a lot of young people that I've seen around who like have that. Mhm. So you asked me other other thoughts about Point mm-hmm. Break. Um, there's a nice little element of like ego horror to this movie because of the state of California's shorelines in the early 90s. Um, you know, like that's kind of part of the uh, forensic detective work that they do to figure out who it is that's robbing these banks. They take hair samples from people at different beaches and figure out like, all right, there is this kind of dumping at this beach and we found this chemical in these people's hair, so they must be surfing here regularly, which is interesting. It just kind of adds like a nice little extra layer to it. Yeah. Uh, Keanu has this like football helmet alarm clock. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't that notice. At one point, I only noticed it because my brother and I had the exact same clocks. <laughs> I had a, uh, he had a San Francisco 49ers clock for some reason, and I had a Miami Dolphins clock because it had teal on it, and that's my favorite color. Oh, I also love that his surfboard breaks at one point, and he gets the same neon pink surfboard. <laughs> He does. Like it's one I didn't thing notice. if that's like the first one you get because you like don't know what you're doing, but then he like makes the choice to buy the same one, which I liked. In the because a lot of people had given him shit about too, it, yeah. About, like not just that it's pink, that it's like a bad surfboard. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's all of my thoughts about it. Oh, f- a very fluid camera movement. I don't think I said that, but. Um, the way that the camera moves in this movie is very uh, water-like. Yeah. But that's all I have. Cool. We're going to be done in time for me to watch the Mr. Robot finale, and I'm going to cry the entire time. Oh, no. It's okay. I have just I just have nobody to talk to Mr. about Mr. Robot with, because no one else watches it. It's too stressful. I, it's very stressful, but it's also very good. And, like, just, like, over the course of the show, just, like, draws on things and, like, goes places that you're, like, what? What? Like, this is, what? It's it's amazing. It's, I've never seen anything like it. Hmm. But it is very dark. Yeah. I watched all of season three of The Good Place. (gasps) I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I would watch season four, but Hulu doesn't have the first four episodes, which is annoying. It's so good. I miss it. I miss it all the time when it's gone. I was so excited when you got to the cheaty part with the chili babies. Oh, my God. I, I Like I said to you, that nihilist chili lecture was how I felt in all of every philosophy class I ever took. <laughs> Just like nothing matters. Why are we doing this? <laughs> He's perfect. Let's make some chili. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We did it. Everyone, just go watch Point Break. Just it's so don't good. Don't even just watch yeah. it. Um, Kara, do you want anyone to find you? No, not really. Okay. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at DordoPC. We'll be back next month. Maybe it'll be Patrick Swayze month. Maybe it'll be something else. Who knows? We'll find out when we get there. Bye. Bye.